We are in our seventh week of the Everyday Queer. Episode seven. It's seven weeks. We are within. I'm super excited and proud of how far I have come. And to those of you who have been with me since day one, and those of you who have just hopped on in the middle, welcome to episode seven. And welcome to the Everyday Queer a podcast about shared experiences and all things queer. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get right into it. So how how's everyone feeling? I know last week was also, you know, a, a very devastating time. Sad negative news all around. Um, there was the UCT fire in Cape Town and some important history was lost during the fire and you know it's a sad time that 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 was very devastating archives have been you know locked away and lost forever that's an entire history gone um so it's okay if you've been mourning sad times you know because it seems as though each week of this year each week has been coming with sad news and you know we just tend to get lost in that energy and sink into it and we're unable to see the light and the positives that are there and we just focus on these moments um and we forget that you know every week each day there is both bad moments and you know good and positive moments um i think we should also allow ourselves to feel those positive moments and allow ourselves to like you know be be happy in those small moments it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be a big thing or you know something huge just hold on to you know good moments also think about those enjoy them and yeah remain positive and hopeful that things will just work out and better days are coming because you know this has been a dark time it's been dark um speaking of better days and good days um (laughs) i had a lovely weekend i had a lovely week um as much as i had my moments of you know feeling very stuck and stagnant and you know forgetting that i had an amazing weekend and that you know my weekend was filled with you know all this positive um energy and you know i forgot to be grateful and bask in that you know but like i had a beautiful weekend i felt really light um it was filled with so much love um peace and you know some joy lots and lots and lots of love so yeah remember to be kind to yourselves and take care of yourselves because there will be negative moments every now and then as much as they are you know positive moments um let's not forget about those positive moments um so yeah I hope you guys are feeling okay and that you're taking care of yourselves because that's what you need to be doing. Forget to love ourselves and, you know, pamper ourselves and take care of ourselves. Let's let's do that. Let's try to do that going into the weekend because, you know, most of us are going to start our weekends today. Most of us does not include me (laughs) because I'm going to be staying at home. I don't know why I never leave the house. 
So this week we'll be talking about unrequited love and my experience of it and the importance of freeing yourself of the pain and learning to let go and learning to let go. Letting go is important in some moments. So we'll be chit-chatting about that. So I'm just going to get right into it. You know, the pain that comes with, you know, falling and feeling very intensely and deeply for someone and you know this happens out of nowhere and you just like love this person and you find out that they aren't there with you and you know they aren't there with you sometimes it happens that you are aware that you know this person definitely doesn't feel the same way that I do about them And you still do it anyways. You're still like there hoping, so in love with this person and tell them that you're madly in love with them and comes to a shock to them, obviously, because they haven't been giving off the same energy and they're just not there and they can't match your level of emotional intensity and they can't match that energy and frequency and, you know, they can't match your love for them. It might be very overwhelming for them, especially if they're just, you know, vibing and just attracted to you as a person, not necessarily in love with you. And you're just there in love with them. You feel like your love can carry you both. You feel like you you can be able to hotspot them and, you know, have them match that love that you have for them. So you try your best to like make them see you, make them choose you and love you and you do all these things you know send them gifts do all these wonderful things for them so that they can see you as a candidate for a relationship for their love love me i'm here you understand have you ever experienced it i have i definitely have and that's what is called unrequited love love that's not returned love that's not reciprocated love that's not rewarded love that is a one-sided experience that will leave you in so much pain and grief and sometimes most of the time shame you know unrequited love is love that cannot be returned or is not returned to the same degree to which it is given so this can be experienced in different kinds of relationships but in this week's episode we will be talking about unrequited love in the context of romantic relationships or romantic settings this can be applied to friendships and relationships with family you can experience unrequited love in those type of relationships but we're not talking about that because you know what we love love and we love love in the context of romantic love and that's where I experienced it so we'll be talking about that I've experienced it and it's the worst kind of pain that anyone could ever experience because like you can't help but feel so intensely for this person and at the same time at the back of your head you're thinking you know what i i know they might not be there yet but like i can't help it i love them so much and that shit can be really painful to recover from especially if you tell them and they tell you that they they don't feel the same and now you have to actually face the music and like face this thing of knowing that you can't be with this person they don't love you you have to face your rejection and knowing that you can't have them is is kind of sad you know it's very painful it hurts it hurts way more than breakup pain it's like a young breakup also 
very tense because like you, <laughs> you you you're healing from a breakup when there was no relationship to start off with so it's a bit tense so knowing when to let that go to let that unrequited love go and free yourself from that pain is very essential for your own well-being because you can't be going through so much for someone who doesn't love you someone who's not thinking about you in the same way that you think about them someone who doesn't see you in the same way that you see them it's very sad let me tell you about the time that I experienced unrequited love. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but I'm just happy, man. I'm happy today. Being in love with someone is like one of the most vulnerable positions that you can be in. And it can become very obsessive. And when love is not reciprocated, it can get really and extremely difficult to recover from so one thing i'll say first is that you should not feel guilty for falling in love with someone these things happen it's not your fault that you were attracted to them and you fell in love with them you can't help who you fall in love with it's not your fault that the person doesn't feel the same way and it's it's not their fault that they don't feel the same way because as much as it's not your fault that you fell in love with them, it's not theirs, that they're not there with you. So it can be difficult to realize and understand and accept that that's what's happening. And you know what? A whole lot of people can and have gotten over these emotions. And it's, it's, it's quite wild how familiar this kind of love is. And I've, fought, I've fallen in love with someone knowing that they weren't at that point in their lives they weren't ready to form any type of exclusive romantic relationship and you know i knew that they they couldn't be in a relationship with someone and i couldn't tell them at the time but you know i i'm in love with them so i remained hopeful that soon they'll be ready to be in a romantic relationship and be able to receive and give love so i remained there we had we had our thing um we had our situationship type vibe and our little hookups here and there and you know i was around this person every now and then and i kept those feelings to myself and i went about living my life and loving them from a distance and I knew that the fact that it didn't go away and it didn't fade so easily meant that I was really, really in love with this person and I was okay with just waiting and being there when they're ready and hoping that they would see me and choose me when the time comes, you know, when they feel as though they're ready. But I didn't tell them that I loved them. It took me a while. Um, it was at a very messy time. I was, I was feeling very, I was going through a lot because I felt so much for them and, you know, not getting and receiving the same energy back got to me and it got very messy and seeing them would drive me insane. I just wanted to be around them all the time to do all these lovely things with them. Imagined a young relationship type vibe and how that would look like. And it got a little obsessive. Like it was, it, it's, it's embarrassing to talk about now, but like these things do happen. 
And you know, I'm just here to to tell the tale. <laughs> just here to tell the tale. Um. So yeah, eventually I told them that I loved them over a drunk text, and you know, because I couldn't take it anymore. I just needed to let them know, and I thought that that would make them, you know, open their eyes and see me, and you know, we would begin this journey together. And shit got really real because they couldn't match that energy and that high emotional intensity. Me professing my love was very overwhelming. I mean, wouldn't you feel overwhelmed if you were in the other person's shoes? So at the time, I didn't think that that would be the case. Because in my head, I love this person and I didn't care to think of how they would receive the news and how that would make them feel because it can be overwhelming it could raise feelings of guilt and all of those things um i sprang that on her and you know it's i obviously got rejected and it hurt so fucking much it felt like it was the end of the world like everything was collapsing in my life but <laughs> that's because you know that's what rejection sometimes there are different types of rejection this kind of rejection is very intense so I, I i felt like i wouldn't be able to recover from it and rise from the ashes but here i am telling the tale yeah it hurt a lot and i think what made it hurt a lot more is that you know, I was being delusional and thinking that they would choose me and sticking around and prolonging this whole thing and, you know, dying from within every time I see them because I can't be with them, prolonging this whole entire thing for myself, trying to like showcase my love for them in different ways, small ways, making myself look desirable. And, you know, it, it didn't work. And it took me a while to get over her because I had felt like this for so long and hoped and all of that. I couldn't let her go. I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let my love for her go. And I did not leave when I knew that it was time to do so. I didn't let, let it go when I felt it in my heart that I wasn't going to get that, you know, same feeling and love back i wasn't going to receive the same it wasn't going to be reciprocated but you know what i was still holding on and hoping and i chose not to free myself um which really prolonged my suffering and it hurt a lot so how how do you then free yourself from the pain that comes with loving someone who does not feel the same about you for me, I just, you know, started to heal as soon as I began to accept that this person doesn't love me and I can't make them love me and this person is not thinking about me. They are living their lives and just going ahead with theirs because obviously they are not in love with me. They won't be thinking about me like I am. And when you're healing from this and also like seeing that and taking the rejection and going through that process, you realize that yeah no this was just me by myself me myself and i just thinking and loving this person and the the, the process of healing is also the same because you know you expect them to like somehow think about you but they won't because they weren't thinking about you in that sense to begin with and you know the rejection hurts a lot it stung 
um this is because it stinks so much because it feels personal you get these moments where you just start wondering what's wrong with you why couldn't you be chosen you understand why couldn't they you know love you and especially if they like start moving you know in the direction that they are meant to move in and they find new people and they you know do all these cute things with other people while you're just there and you know they couldn't do that with you so it's it's it does get tempting to 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 pick yourself apart and look for flaws that like um, uh, that make you feel unlovable or seem unlovable so what i did to free myself i stopped you know torturing myself with all these negative thoughts and questioning whether there was something wrong with me and that took time it it wasn't easy and on top of that i felt a lot of shame and embarrassment for being that vulnerable and putting myself out there like that i felt very desperate and you know i i didn't like that <laughs> when i look back i'm like oh my goodness you actually did all of that now, at some point i was crying in public in public crying in public like what is that behavior um it's really embarrassing i'm not going to feel sorry for for being in love but like yeah that part of crying out and about in the streets in front of everyone yeah that's embarrassing um and that has nothing to do with the person it's no one's fault it's not theirs it's not mine i can't help that i fell in love with them but like yeah 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 <laughs> i was going through it and it's not their fault so yeah this thing is painful I did feel a lot of shame. I felt vulnerable and yeah, no, it took me a while to start healing properly. It took a a lot of work. It took a lot of internal work and like you no know, accepting it. Uh, starting the process of acceptance was was it was difficult, but it helped. It helped move me move me away from that situation. It helped me understand um and accept that you know, it's not going to happen. What also helped um was me distancing myself from them and spending time away from their social media cuz you know you you just want to go see and look at what they're busy doing and go on their page or their timeline and see what they're tweeting about or what they're posting what's currently happening and yeah that didn't help that doesn't help cuz I still went through a lot because this person is living their life they're doing their own thing and as they should you know they should be living their lives and what what helped me was to avoid them so muting initially i muted them so that i don't see what's currently happening and then as time went by i eventually unfollowed them and i didn't go back i didn't look back and cutting off any form of contact in these situations helps it helps a lot um we weren't in contact necessary we weren't necessarily in contact but like having access to what they're currently thinking or what's currently happening in their lives also does you know make things difficult so i just stayed away from their social media and i unfollowed and that's when i was like you know what i i'm doing this thing like i'm good i'm properly good even the the mention of their name doesn't make me feel anything really I don't feel this buzz in my chest or whatever. It's just like, okay, cool. You're mentioning this person. All right, that's great. 
cool, cool, cool. Can we not talk about them? Like, because I'm not interested in talking about them. So getting to that point, it was really good. Um, It didn't happen overnight. Obviously, it took a while to realize that what was happening in that situation wasn't good for me. Me being in love with this person wasn't working for me. And that's also one of the things that you, you need to do. Sit down with yourself and reflect and think, is this working for me? Um, what am I benefiting from it? And it was basically nothing, just pain. I was benefiting pain. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it took a lot of, you know, internal work and time to let go of them and let go of let go of my love for them. It wasn't easy, but I made it. And, you know, it's good. It's really great because after that, you realize that, you know, it opens up so much space and clears up so much clutter once you let go of things that don't serve you. It clears a lot of, you know, clutter and you start welcoming positivity into your life and you start attracting things that are meant for you and yeah you know i've been meeting great people so like yeah letting go is definitely a form of self-love and i'm gonna tell you now why i say it's a form of self-love okay so the suffering that comes from unrequited love obviously comes from you know holding on to things that don't serve you and unrequited love does not serve the lover you know it doesn't serve you and holding on to that results in a lot of suffering and pain and letting go and knowing when to let go and accepting that that things won't work out and letting go is a form of self-love it's an act of kindness to yourself because you know when we're emotionally invested in someone and they don't feel the same way about us we 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 start questioning ourselves and our worth and you know wondering if we are worthy of love and if we will ever feel loved and you know all those negative things and we're very unkind to ourselves on top of that and we forget to take care of ourselves in that process so knowing that unreciprocated love has nothing to do with you or your worth or you know you being enough is freeing letting go and being aware of that and realizing and you know going back to that is very freeing the process of letting go is very freeing and it can be really hard to like you know cut those ties it's an act of kindness to yourself because you'll stop tormenting yourself and torturing yourself and you know burning from the inside and falling into that you know pit of negativity continuing to to hold on only you know hurts your physical and emotional state and it keeps you from fully enjoying everything else in your life and enjoying life you don't want to be torturing yourself and holding on to something that won't happen. Yes, you're not wrong for loving this person and it's not your fault that you fell in love with them. But like, yeah, you need to face the music and be honest with yourself and, you know, let it go. Um, sitting there being hopeful won't help you or the other person sometimes because, you know, it makes them feel guilty. 
So yeah, just just trust that you know the space that you make why by letting go it, it will be filled at some point. Knowing when to let go is is good for you. You will heal. It'll take time, but it will happen eventually and it, it's it's up to you when you want to begin that process. And I think as soon as you realize that the other person won't be interested or is not going to reciprocate that it's best to start then and start taking control of the situation because the only thing that you will have control over is stepping away from that and letting go of it because you know like love controls sometimes it just controls you and you just do all these things um so having control and just immediately trying to step away from that will help you once you make up space the love that you deserve will find you what is meant for you will definitely find you and you know letting go and loving yourself enough to let go you attract that same energy that same love If you want to show the Everyday Queer some love, please kindly rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. You know, a five stars will go a long way. And please make sure to follow the show on Spotify. That also helps the show reach more people who might appreciate it. So please do keep those ratings and reviews coming. And if you don't know yet, I have opened a Twitter account for the show. You can find the link in the details section of the episode so please do if you're on twitter please do follow the everyday queer at everyday underscore queer on twitter so that you can get the podcast updates and if you'd like to engage you can just chit chat with me over there and we can have a conversation this week's key messages is that unrequited love is normal it's valid and people can and do get over these emotions um what you need to know is that you're not wrong for loving the other person it's not your fault that you fell in love with them and what you also need to understand is that it's not their fault that they did not fall for you in the same way that it isn't yours that you fell for them so also remember that once you start accepting and letting go you know creating space in your life and removing that clutter that space will be filled with the love that you deserve and all that is meant for you one last thing please do not start new relationships if you haven't healed from unrequited love in the meantime if you're still struggling to heal and let go try to invest and focus on your other relationships and also focus on yourself and hopefully when you do eventually heal you can then start to explore other relationships and that's if you want to that's about it that brings us to the end of episode seven episode seven thank you for listening and i will catch you same time next week